0: This is the Secrets We Share podcast, a show about the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and the left and rights of mental health care in Australia. Here's your host, Francis Carlton. Welcome to Secrets We Share, brought to you by Secret Keeper Counselling, where we talk all things mental health with clients and clinicians. I am your host, Francis Carlton. I am the Secret Keeper. There will be tears, maybe tears, triggers, laughters, some learning, some swears, and as I've warned you before, you know what's coming. Make yourself a cup of tea, sit back and relax as I speak to Vanessa, and today she's going to share some secrets with me. Welcome, Vanessa.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I am, I am going to tell the listeners just what just what happened. So this is actually our second take, and I, I... I was doing the introduction just a moment ago and I completely blanked on Vanessa's name about a microsecond (laughs) before I came to say it. So she's already got the giggles. I'm laughing already. (laughs) So hopefully we're in for some fun. So Vanessa, describe yourself to me in three words. Three words?
1: Okay, I had to pick these three words. Um, Loyal, empathetic and what did I say? Trustworthy.
0: Trustworthy. Trustworthy. Can you tell me a little bit more about Empathy, empathetic. Empathy is a good word for a counsellor, isn't it? Oh, you'd hope so, yeah. (laughs) I
1: think that's why I picked it because that's one of the the roles of my position that's what led me to my career as well. I came to counselling quite late. So it's one of the things that I've always had and and always been part of me. So that sort of helped steer me into into my role. Okay, quite late. What do you mean by quite late? I've only been working as a counsellor for three, three and a half years.
0: Wow. What were you doing before?
1: I was a mum. I've got eight children, so that took up a big part of my life. Uh, When they went back, when the youngest started school, I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? So then I went to study and volunteer work and everything else, yeah.
0: Eight children? Yes. (laughs) Wow. Ages? (laughs) It's always
1: the glazed look. (laughs) What's the... What's okay. the age range? i have got 26,
0: 24, 20, 13, 16, 15, 13, 12, and nine. That's, they've kept
1: you busy. Yes, <laughs> they've kept you busy. And why counseling? Well, as I said, it was just uh, when I was working out, I came to that point in my life and working out, you know, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? You know, now I'm grown up, what am I going to do? Uh, it was going through the different areas and, you know, it was looking at my skills and what I like to do and what I'd been um, good at doing prior prior to, you know, w- working out what I was going to do. So, yeah, that, that's where counselling came from. Yeah. And that's where I'm very much in I'm a counsellor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a social worker. I'm not a youth worker. I'm a, I'm a counsellor.
0: Well I was going to say why 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 not any of those other things well, or yeah. childcare <laughs> or nursing or you know you said you selected what you had been good at yeah. and you'd been a mum for a very long time and a lot of people would associate mum with you know those more or the other stuff the other, yeah. or, or not not necessarily just the other stuff hmm. but you know counseling as well but why why counseling over I, everything else I'm not sure I did look at doing I remember way way back um when I only had Two children.
1: I started early childcare. Uh, it wasn't for me. I wasn't into it. So,
0: yeah, that sort of got left by the wayside. Um, I'd done a lot of... I find it, I find it kind of amusing that <laughs> I wasn't into it, but I went on to have another six another children. six children,
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not looking after other people's kids. That's my own.
0: <laughs> I think the rules are different, aren't they?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> More freedom with your own. Not as much reporting or anything as well.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to come with lesson plans and all that no, sort of God weird not. stuff for like three yeah. year olds. You're happy yeah. if they're fed. It's all yeah. right. Fed, closed, <laughs> in bed, roughly on time. Done. Done for the day. <laughs> so easy. It is. So easy.
1: Yeah. What are mums complaining about? What are they about? whinging about?
0: It's not till they're teenagers you've got to
1: start worrying. <laughs>
0: Shouldn't say that. <laughs> all the mums will be out after me. So, counselling. Did you yeah. did you go to school to do to, to yes, learn that? I did. That?
1: So, I did my degree with um, Jensen Newman Institute. Good school, so, I went
0: there. Yeah, and wow, good on.
1: Look at that. And I did a online. So, okay. and it was so it could fit in with all the family. Mm. So it was yeah, So I did online for it was a three year degree, and I, I finished just before throughout the three years. I sort of crammed the last bit in, so it was yeah, just gotta done. I've got to get, get yeah. it done. I've got to yeah, get it done. Just, just get it done. Just get it done. And then I was lucky enough for my last field work to set up a counselling service at a neighbourhood centre here on the coast. So,
0: so yeah. you're on the central coast the of central New, coast, South Wales, New South Wales, which is, which is north of Sydney. Yes. So as, as I'm aware, we have about four international listeners. <laughs> so it's nice to <laughs> you know be able to have to explain where whereabouts the central coast is. So the Central Coast is uh, about an hour north of Sydney um, on the east coast of Australia and a a beautiful four and a half, five hour drive from Canberra, (laughs) which is where this podcast is based. So I've driven up today to come and speak to Vanessa, as I've remembered her name. (laughs) It'll be going round and
1: round your head all day. It will. It will. And
0: I'll probably call my next uh, interviews uh, Vanessa as well, thinking (laughs) I I, I can't possibly have got that wrong. So... (laughs) So you did Jansen Newmester. And Janssen it's you're you based in Sydney. Yes, yeah, so that's yeah. in Sydney. So it was online and
1: then residentials. So we yep. got together. I'm actually really, really fortunate that I met two other women on our first res- residential and we've kept in contact, you know, all wow. the way through our journey. So wow. So really are good. they based on the coast as well? No, or? no, one in Sydney, one in Canberra. So we sort of ah. spread out all over the place. i have to so. get details afterwards.
0: <laughs> so... So, you, so you've supported yourself through, yeah, um, through those subjects and through that study path, and yeah. it's really important when you're studying that you have someone that you just kind of exactly that you, you find your people.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. And it was one of those you know, counselling training with the triads sort of thing, and it was one of the first triads that we got together, and it was yeah, we just clicked. It was so one one
0: client, one, one counsellor, one, one observer. observer. Yeah, <laughs> and then you switch, and then you switch again.
1: That's the ones been there, done that yeah,
0: over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. but it's a, I think that's a really powerful learning tool oh, because you brilliant. really get to really get to see what's happening. I mm. had a I had a client the other day who said to me, um, "I've been listening to your podcasts," and I'm like, "Oh, do you? <laughs> oh, okay." And she's no, she's it's really good. She said, it's like being in. She said, especially the the, the sessions with the clinicians. She said yep. because it's like being in a session with two counselors. Oh, nice. I'm like, oh, I hadn't thought about it mm. like that. And she said, and the really good thing is because people talk about their own experience and that they've yep. got, you know, it. It is a. I can I can hear that there's experience. It's not yes. just. It's not just the the subject that I'm there for. Yep, they've got a whole raft of other stuff definitely as well. Yeah, which really does really does count. Mm. Do you think? Um, do you think your life experiences has made you a better counsellor? Definitely. 100 yeah. percent yeah and because and you've you've chosen to build this practice on the central coast and you focus sort of uh, what, what i started as is i did oh. the so i was
1: doing the clinic at the neighborhood center so that yes. was basically my own my right. own private clinic seeing private clients mm. but then after that now i've got a full-time job so i'm fax funded Adolescent and Family Counselling. Wow. So Or DCJ, whatever they are. Now. DCJ, what does that So, facts have now changed. So, it was docs back in the day, then it was family. The Department of Family dogs, something. Children and Justice. Children and Justice docs, yes. Yeah. Okay. Or communities and,
0: then, and Justice, sorry. and then And then, facts was family, family and community services. yes.
1: And now they're. And now the DCJ, which is Department of Communities and Justice.
0: Right. Yes. Okay. So they
1: brand, rebrand. Every, so it's New South Wales. It's New South Wales government. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. New South Wales government, rather yep. than federal government, yes. which is um, yep. what everyone always says is Canberra, but they're not really just Canberra. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's you're funded by them, and your yes. your 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 practice is around family and adolescent yes. work. So nine to eighteen and their families. Right. Yep. Okay. Can you can you tell us a little bit about the work that you do?
1: Yeah, so them? we get referrals up there from schools, from um, the CAMS units at hospitals. So the children um Children and Adolescent Mental Health Services at the New South Wales Hospitals. Um, who else do we see? Just the the different agencies who may have like caseworkers working with families. The all social various, workers. Yeah, all the social work yeah. and youth workers up there as well. So that's in Newcastle. So I drive to Newcastle every day for that. Which is another hour north Another again. hour north, yep. Which isn't unusual for the coast. Central coast people will drive to Sydney or Newcastle for jobs. There's just more jobs in those two areas. So most people commute to work.
0: Well, Spike Milligan was um, famous for saying his his mother um, <laughs> retired here. You'll know this. Um, most people won't know this. But I, I actually lived on the Central Coast when I was married um, about 20, I 20, know, <laughs> 20, oh I just keep thinking about it. It's probably about 20, 20, 22, 20 years ago, but it was about 13 years I worked out since I've been on the coast because and God, time's flown. And but Spike Milligan, who was of course um, from the Goons and yes. sort of way back in the '60s, was a, a very very popular comedian, certainly in the UK and mm-hmm. probably here as well. But he he his mum retired to Woi Woi, which was just down the down yeah. the road from down here, road, about a, about a twenty minute drive. And he was famous for saying that Woi Woi was the world's largest above ground cemetery because he was where he retired (laughs) to. Everyone went to die. (laughs)
1: There's actually a bridge. The bridge at Woi Woi is named after Spike Milligan. It's the Spike Milligan Bridge. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even though he offended the whole town, but
0: (laughs) yeah, but he put him on the map. He did. (laughs) He might have offended them, but he put him on the map. Uh, is dear. it still like that, or is, no, or, or is it? Has, has uh, demographics no, changed? It's
1: changed. All the northern beaches people, all the the people that can't afford to live in Sydney anymore, are really gravitating to your minor Wai Wai area,
0: which which wasn't a big
1: big area for young families beforehand. Which yeah, so it's changing.
0: Twenty five years ago, when I moved here from the UK, yep. I remember getting. It was in the very early days of the internet. Yep. And I remember getting onto like realestate.com.au or something like that from in the UK and looking yeah. at properties in Sydney. And what we did was we basically put a compass in the map and drew a circle of that's like of like, yep. of like fifty Ks. That's our
1: Oh no. Nice. That's our
0: that's our thing. Yep. And because we knew we probably wanted to be in Sydney, but we knew that we didn't necessarily we wanted to check we wanted a lifestyle change. Yeah, so definitely. and I found a property. It was 120 acres. Oh wow. It had three freshwater dams on it that were spring fed. Didn't have a house, it had a shack. A shack. And I like, <laughs> actually was and it was a shack. It was it was, a shack. it was like it was like something out of, you know, Grizzly Adams. It was like a wooden it was like a wooden a wooden hut. <laughs> the door right? hanging off the Yeah, 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 it yep. absolutely was. And it was $35,000. Like to know how much it's worth now? Well, it, I do believe that now it's a housing estate. <laughs> So considerably more than thirty-five (laughs) thousand (laughs) dollars. So, and uh, every now and then, when my now ex-husband is being a bit of an arse, I just go Kangi Yangi. It's all your fault, (laughs) (laughs) Kangi (laughs) Yangi. You did it (laughs) (laughs) because it pretty much was the whole of Kangi Yangi, and it's now a housing estate. Oh wow! So the central coast has changed an awful lot since Mm. I've been here. But it's it's and but the demographics has changed also. Um, so I was in the, the the main shopping centre just very briefly before this and, yeah, the the just very briefly walking around. Yeah. You could just tell that the demographics was, was changing mm. even though um, it's the middle of the day yep. in on a weekday. Yeah, easy to pick. But, yeah. So have you lived on the coast your whole life?
1: I haven't. I'm originally from Sydney. No,
0: I was born way out west,
1: way out in a little place called Ningan in New South Wales, which is – as my mother says, 100 miles west of Dubbo. Uh, and then I moved to Sydney when I was six. And then I spent some time at Tweed Heads on the New South Wales border and then came back down to Central Coast. Right. So I've been here for 20, 20 years, 22 years.
0: So all yeah. your children grew up here. All my children grew up here, yes. Yeah. Do they, are they all Are they all gagging to get out or are they all happy yeah. to stay?
1: No, one's, one's in London at the moment. She's gone for two years. One's in Tasmania. And another one's in Sydney. So, yeah. Has he?
0: that's a bit mm. – that's a beautiful, beautiful place. Very remote. Though. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's she doing down
1: there? She's staying with her partner's family at the moment. So yeah, they've just gone down there for 12 months or so just to get out of yeah, new experiences, whatever. So.
0: She'll either love it or hate it. Hate it,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's really loving where they are because they're not in Home Art, so – but maybe if she was in Hobart it might be different. So yeah. So hilly. So I've never been never been to Hobart. Never been to Tasmania.
0: So I was lucky enough to go for the first time last year. I yep. was only there for three days and I was like, I could stay here, here forever. Here forever? Did
1: you go winter or summer though?
0: Went in October. Forever. Yeah. So it was spring. Right. Yep. That's a bit better. So <laughs> it was it was it actually reminded me of it actually reminded me of the UK. It yep. was so green and it was so lush. And it was so cold. No, well, there was still snow on the mountain, even though it was like twenty-five, twenty-eight degrees down, down the bottom of the mountain. There was still snow on top of the mountain, mm. yeah, which was only like a twenty-minute drive, um, which was, <laughs> which is kind of like, this is a bit. What's, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there was only a little bit of snow, but yeah. it was, but, but it was it, there, but it yeah. was there, and at the top of the hill, and the top of the mountain, it was really freaking cold. And, but it was it was just stunning. Mm. It was just so green. I think yeah, that was, I think that difference. was, yep. I think that was the thing that really made me kind of go, oh, home. <laughs> I remember that colour. Because <laughs> Canberra, of course, is quite brown. Yes. It's inland and uh, the coast can get quite brown too. Right. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Especially at this time, uh, this time in the drought and the fires and everything. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that you are seeing clients that are coming through that are having issues and concerns around their future? Definitely. Biggest thing I've noticed
1: um say in the past year is year 9 used to be that that year where oh it's year 9 so year 9 it would be 14 15 maybe 16 um, would be that that big year where kids were like, "Who am I?" Their identity crisis. There, they were going to get in trouble. They're going to get in trouble in year nine, sort of stuff. You know, all the sort of um, risky situations, teenage and all that angst, thing. thing. all that sort of stuff. All the parenting problems and everything. That's now dropped to year seven. So instead of seeing them at that age, we're seeing them now at twelve and thirteen that are coming through with that sort of those sort of same problems and that, but the services aren't there for them. So you've got all the you know, alternative schools and all the programs and everything aren't aimed at that age group. So they're sort of waiting around for two years, two or three years until they're old enough to get, get access to to these things. So that can be really frustrating.
0: And, of course, services are so stretched that oh, yeah. they're really having trouble getting to services mm-hmm. when they really, really need them and they have to sort of wait yep. that time. Are you seeing climate climate concerns from, 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 from the young people? I haven't seen climate exactly it's more my
1: future mm. and it, it's that whole you know which I can't remember ever thinking I, mean, I didn't think past couple of years when you know, I was 15 you know and these mm. kids are like well what am I going to be what's my career I've got to have a job I've got to have a job that has good money and blah 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 blah. and it's like why are you thinking That real In the back pressure. of my head is <laughs> why you so that real pressure this? to perform yeah 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 way too much and it's not coming from parents a lot of the time it's just coming from themselves. I'm not sure if it's a reaction to what their parents are going through or not. But it's, yeah, I've I've definitely noticed there's a, there's a trend on, you know, I've got to be, who am I going to be?
0: Who am I? I've got to be there fast. So Alan de Bortain wrote this book called Social Anxiety. Yep. Which is all about keeping up with the Joneses. Joneses. It's an amazing book. Mm-hmm. And if you were – you went to Janssen Newman Institute, so yes. you would have done social psychology. <laughs> yes. So you would have probably have been exposed to this particular book, depending yep. on who your lecturer was. Mm. Do you find um, that because of the increase, and you would probably notice more in your own children mm-hmm. because of the spread of the, the age, that social media has made a huge difference in the way children grow up? Yes.
1: Now there's great things to social. I'm actually less of a social media bagger. So I, I sort of have, I even like Fortnite, come on. But um, Never there's, it. there's different, I haven't watched it, but okay. I, I see the good in it. I sort okay. of, I think that I have that positive outlook. I try to do the glass half full and half empty. But it's definitely made a difference. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely made a difference as a parent. To adolescents as well okay it's easier to check up on them it's easier for them to go you know hey mom i'm alive at two o'clock in the morning or, or wherever it is it's there's none of that okay. they walk out the door and you don't know where they are and that's not even doing all the little snoopy little bits and pieces that's just you know pure messaging yeah but on the bad side is the 24 hour access It's the never switching off. It's the, you know, opening our eyes at 2 o'clock in the morning and I've got to check to see if anyone sent me a Snapchat. And it's if you fell over at school and made a fool of yourself when I was a kid, you know, that was it. You know, a couple of people saw, you know, maybe your classmates found out about it. Now there's a picture of that happening. It's going out to all the schools in the area and may
0: even, you know, go further. So that possibility of public humiliation is yeah. vastly increased. Yeah,
1: and and even yeah. just your little snide, gossipy comments mm. is amplified by how many friends someone has, or you know, contacts, or snaps, or, or whatever. Mm. You know, they, this it's it's a ripple. You know, whenever mm. anything happens, it's it's a ripple across, say, in these sort of areas.
0: So recently, Instagram and Facebook took off the ability to see, see how many, many likes. likes. Yes. Has has that made a change, do you think? It has, but
1: they're because they're trialing it, they're doing two or three different trials. Right. So some people will be able to see how many likes they've got, whereas other
0: people can't see how many people have liked. I can't theirs. see how many I like likes yep. like so I'm And getting... then
1: other people can see the whole list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I know and I know that my likes have dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> you sit there and add them up. <laughs> well, like, well, you do because you can still see who's you can liked see you. Who's liked but you. what yeah. I actually, interestingly, what I found is that the, the 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 likes that I'm getting now are genuine likes, yes. rather than the bots. Yep. telling me that they like, like something. something yep so I've basically halved <laughs> everything every, everything everything's halved and some things I put up I get like two likes and I'm like oh, oh.
1: and see that's that's it and that
0: and, and I'm a grown-up that's right that's so, what I was about um, to say
1: so a 14 year old you know impressionable young boy or girl doesn't matter yeah and they got oh I've got two likes and I was really excited about what was happening at that stage yeah. and I think there's your know, Facebook's gone for for Younger kids, it, it's yeah. Instagram and Snapchat. Snapchat's the big and one, and TikTok now. And TikTok, TikTok's like a lot of younger. I've noticed, like my twelve-year-old just TikToks non-stop, and it's driving me mad. The same three bars of the song, you know, over and over and over until she gets the moves exactly right. Not a, not a fan of TikTok.
0: <laughs> I, I must admit, I've seen a few, but I haven't. I haven't. Um, I haven't downloaded it or yeah. even started investigating it yet because I'm kind of. I'm a bit of a late acceptor with those sorts yep. of things because I'm kind of. Although I did jump on Instagram quite quickly because I because yep. I like the idea of just putting up a picture yes. and that was it and that was done. It. It's easy, yeah, done. Um, awesome. So I do, I, I do, I Instagram and Facebook but mainly for business stuff. Yeah, and Facebook, yeah, but it, yeah, it, it the, the TikTok and the Snapchat and the. It's such a pressure to be involved. Yep. So do you see that you're – the mental health and the impact on your children with the Instagram, Okay. Definitely. Yeah, there's, there's anxiety
1: just driven. The whole thing is this whole, you know, if you're feeling, you know, anxiety has gone through the roof in adolescence. Mm. Yeah. Mm. My older kids wouldn't even know what anxiety was at that age. They wouldn't mm. have had a name for it. They wouldn't have known that's what I'm feeling. Mm. You know, now there's there's kids, you know, homeschooling or, you know, getting out of classes and whatnot because of anxiety reasons. And, you know, the OCD, I've got one daughter with OCD and one with ASD, so Asperger's. Yeah. So, you know, I see the difference and anxiety plays a big role in their Mm. their lives on who's liking my social media. Oh, no, she's unfriended me. Oh, no, she's back to me. Now I'm blocked. Now I can't see. You know, it's just this whole never-ending Circus around them.
0: Yeah, around this, just around the social, social media. media. And yeah. what are they like with um, relationship building? Is Are they able to have a kids, conversation face to face? Kids,
1: no, kids will sit next to each other and text each other. Hmm. It's very weird to sit in a room with a group of, of kids that are sitting there just on their phones. And it's like, hello. I'm like, oh, no, we're talking to each other. It's like, okay, all right.
0: Have, have a How have about having a conversation? conversation. And
1: It'll they take you half the time and yeah, you'll and get And they close. don't know body language. They don't know. Mm. I must admit the younger kids in my family, so my eldest, the 26 and 24-year-old, were basically handed the internet. You know, Here's the internet. Mm. Take it. Yes. Do whatever you want with it, take it. So there's no education, no training. So no, it was early. Nothing. It, so it was, was early, early, days. early, early. Early days of Early days. Yeah. And when, um, I can't even remember what year in school he was, but the Catholic schools system in this area anyway um, had this trial where they wanted everybody in the system to be able to have a computer and internet access. So they had this really good deal. So mm. all the kids had Access to computers, basically. Mm. So it was brilliant, but they just well, there was nothing, you know. They'd hit a number, and there was there was no um, nannying things or anything. So they'd you know, googling yeah, you know, they'd look up pictures, girl in school uniform, and get you know bombarded by porn images, and it was really bad.
0: Well, there was. I mean, there was the joke when the internet first came out that you had to be you had to be twelve years old to actually be able to find the porn, porn because <laughs> <Yes>. you. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you were actually looking for it, you couldn't find you it. You couldn't find it. Whereas <laughs> now it's just ev- now it's just everywhere, of yeah. course. But yeah, but no,
1: it was yeah, it was yeah. the weirdest thing. This it'd click on the weirdest words to, to shoot you with the porn.
0: But and of course the other difference as well. Now I mean we're you, also television is also heavily reliant on the internet as well. A lot of people aren't watching. Kids don't watch TV. They don't watch TV. They watch it. They watch Netflix. They watch Stan. They watch YouTube. Disney Plus, which is coming now. They watch other like families.
1: Vloggers um, on YouTube. Sorry, family vloggers.
0: Oh, video logs, video like, logs. Like, like blogs, which like, was yes. weblogs.
1: Yeah, but these are video. These are video logs and YouTubers. So it's basically people just making their own. A lot of it's family orientated, so it'll be families just sitting around playing, and that's what they sit and watch for wow. hours. Yeah, there's like massive YouTube stars out there now.
0: Kids do not watch TV. Are these the influences the that influences. hearing about? So the about. influences
1: are more your like, yes, they are on YouTube and, <laughs> and Instagram, but these are like family stuff. This is not just your, you know, um, makeup people that will make their little videos about what products and what and products stuff. they've been given to try out and such. Yeah. These are just like kids going about their daily life, you know, families videoing themselves taking the kids to school, taking the kids to the supermarket. And other kids watch and this. other kids sit there and watch them. Yes.
0: Wow. The kids sit and watch kids playing. Yep. That is I did not know about that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get you to send me a link to I'll one send of those. Them. Yep. <laughs> and I will include a link to that on I will include a link to that on the blog on the blog post that this is posted on because I'm still old school, apparently. <laughs> um, wow. I can't think of anything more dark than <laughs>
1: And and like making slime. There'll be videos of a kid making slime. Well, oh, that's
0: fun though. That's actually I mean that at least they're learning something. I was, it's like yeah. watching Blue Peter or <laughs> or whatever the equivalent was in, in Australia. <laughs> it's you know, it's like making rockets out of yeah. toilet toilet yeah. roll holders and things. I, I kind of, so that makes all of those. There's all of those on YouTube. Right. So that makes that so I so get that. Cool. Yeah. But, but these other families I don't know. get the idea of of mm. I don't understand why people would want to yeah. sit and watch other people going shopping. Yeah. I don't even like going and shopping. Shopping
1: herself, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they'll play like chasing <laughs> games in the supermarket and, mm, and they've become massive stars, these families.
0: Wow. I did hear about a young boy who's about five years old or something the other day about who he's being given toys by all sorts of toy companies mm. and he's making videos and he's like got $5 million or something out of out of clicks on people watching these videos, videos. for these toys yeah. and watching this kid play these play with these toys, and but I'm like, you can't tell me that the five year old kid decided no, he was going to do exactly, that.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: So, but, are we sort of in in that sort of case? Are we looking at almost child exploitation?
1: Well, it, or it, an
0: abuse? It, it I mean, what? yeah,
1: it could be. It can be seen like that. It goes back to like the Justin Bieber era. You know, that's how he started. Was
0: YouTube mum putting him up on YouTube? And did mum put him up, or did he put him up? So he, I was, can't 12. he, he was, was twelve. He was twelve or thirteen, and then he got spotted by Usher. Mm. I do know that that bit. one. I know that one. Look at you, you Bieber fan. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I okay. I will hand on heart, and I will say hello. My name is Frances. I I actually do quite enjoy listening to Justin Bieber and One Direction. Because their music tends to be quite happy, happy. and upbeat. Yes, it is. Yep. And if I'm that. if I'm if I'm feeling a bit down, which does happen occasionally, I I do like nothing better than a bit of a bit of a, a bit of a 1D, one D, you know, making memories <laughs> sing along. <laughs> I, I, I I do confess. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I have teenagers. I've been through it all. <laughs> exactly. I don't have teenagers, so I have no so excuse. You've got to do it. <laughs> yeah, I have absolutely no excuse. So I have a friend. Um, I have a, fr- um, a friend called DJ who helped me move when I moved from Sydney to Canberra. Yeah. And I, I, I have my truck driver's license. You know, because because As you do, because you can. <laughs> um, and we, I, I rented a truck, and we loaded all my crap into a truck. Like seriously, it was a lot of crap. <laughs> loaded it all into the back of the truck and. DJ is, is is actually a drag queen. Yep. But he was the most use, useful <laughs> beast I've ever worked. Like you know, but has the nails and the, and the eyebrows hair, but, and yeah, the hair and everything. The muscles, yeah. and, and and it was just phenomenal. Anyway, so the radio was broken in the truck, and we had oh a three. No. We had a three. Well, we had a four-hour drive actually, because we're because lim- you're limited yeah. to only 100 k's. A four-hour drive. Radio's broken. We were chat, 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 and then I stopped to pick up fuel, and I went in there and and I bought I bought. <laughs> a 1D CD and I bought it out and I went, I bought a CD. And he was like, you fucking what? (laughs) (laughs) By the time we got to Canberra. Hit, both of us were like all the way down, and then we did it all the all way, way back. back again. Oh dear! <laughs> so now whenever, so now whenever I, if if every sort of posts that he's feeling a little bit down, I just just put the one. I think I I I, yep. I, I I I YouTube him. Uh, <laughs> I, I YouTube him a link to to one D. So yeah, I I understand that. So yeah, oh, it's happy music. A... It is happy music but the kids the kids are using youtube in ways that we never thought it would be used no. in god no god no
1: we never thought they'd be watching kids playing chasings in the
0: supermarket it's really strange so when you're when you're working with clients when you're working with your um with your clients that aren't your children yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> those ones yep like
0: the other the other ones all <laughs> the, oh, the other ones <laughs> How are you – what, sort of, what sort of interventions are you using with them in order to get them back onto the – back into the right path? Into, into the, the right way. The yep. right way and feeling better and just sort of yep. – Just functioning a little bit more the, more like they would like to be. To be, yep.
1: Mm. I think that the big one is, is connection mm. for me. That, that's what, you know, for and for, you know, first and foremost with all my clients is, is connection. We've got a lot of um, out-of-home kids. So either officially or unofficially living with kinship, so with families or you know, cousins and neighbours and, mm. and whatever. So a lot of it is just being there for these kids. Mm. You know, I'm going to be here at 4 o'clock on a Wednesday and if I say we're making slime, then we're making slime sort of. So it's just that routine. Yes, someone's caring about me. Yes, someone's here. That's always the good starting point. And for you're reliable. Kids. We're reliable, yeah. Yeah,
0: because they're not necessarily used to no reliable adults. No, it's always you know. If I had one little kid,
1: I remember running in when I'd said we're going to make slime next week, and like he came in and all the stuff was sitting on the desk. He's like, "You remembered?" And I was like, "Well, yeah. If I write it down, we're doing it." Sort of stuff. Yeah. And that's what I learned from him. He, you know, really started to click because he just needed someone to do what they were going to say they were going to do. Right. So that, and, this, right.
0: and how old? How
1: old? He was twelve. So he's six. So he'd been. Wow taken away from family, given to other family members and passed on from that family member to another family member.
0: And, yeah, so. So little stability, yeah, unreliable. No
1: school, yeah, you know, just all, yeah.
0: So to have an adult in his life that's going to says I'll be there to yep. make slime or I'll be there to do face painting or whatever it is, yep. is hugely important. Yeah, and this kid, you know, hated to be
1: touched, hated to be anyone getting in his personal space. You know, after two or three sessions, he'd come up and give me a big cuddle. If he saw me, you know, walking out in the supermarket mm-hmm. after work, if I duck in to get the milk or whatever, he'd run up. And the first time he did it, I was like, oh my God, what the heck is this? And then I've realized oh he's here with his grand shopping. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was just that, that connection. Yeah, that and of course.
0: There. Like with with adults, we say we, we say to adults that if we see you out and about ethically and legally i'm not allowed to 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 acknowledge you you. i'm gonna i'm I'm ethically not allowed to acknowledge you no i'm gonna ignore you come on vanessa um ethically and legally i'm not allowed to acknowledge you because it's you know breach of privacy and confidentiality but of course you can't do that with a 12 year old who just wants to come up and give you a hug
1: exactly and i I even say that to kids look don't get offended especially the older ones i'll say don't get offended I'm not allowed to sort of acknowledge you when we're out. Yeah. You know, if you say if you wave to me I'll wave back, you know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's another good thing for me is because my kids are here on the central coast and I'm working in Newcastle, so there's no crossover. You know, I don't Oh, yes, yeah, so you've got that. Out. You've yep. got
0: that distance. The the, the 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 likelihood of you running into them in the supermarket mm, is significantly reduced. Yeah. Whereas I see clients on a daily basis. And mm. I have one client who she sees me in the super in the Shopping centre, even if we're across and the other stuck. side of the atrium. No, 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 right. no. She'll actually go, Frozen! Oh, and no. she'll scream and she'll <laughs> wave at me, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of like trying to make myself as small as possible, going, Hello, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> but luckily, we're always on the other sides of the atriums. Otherwise, I think I probably would get stuck. Yeah, and that's always the problem, isn't it? <laughs> but I've actually, I know, I, I, I. I a few years ago I used to have a client that I would see fairly regularly and whenever she saw me I'd get stuck. Yeah. And I got very good at, at saying, "Look, I really appreciate we can't do this, but yep. but, we, but we but we but it's not it's not appropriate that yep. we that we have you know." And she was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course." And she just needed to be reminded. I think
1: that's what it is. Yeah. Once people
0: get that you know, outside the room we're different to what we are yeah. inside the room. Yeah. I think it's also important to highlight the importance of the privacy and the confidentiality isn't just it's for both the ways. client; it yeah. is both ways. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I'm out, I'm a single person. Yep. If I'm out on a date, mm. I actually don't want to be talking clients? to the client because <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like I don't necessarily want to introduce the client, yeah. or the person that exactly. I'm with, because I actually don't know if I'm going to be with, with them, them ever again. Morning. Yeah. <laughs> Not tomorrow morning. Come on, be good. Um, just ever again. Um, so You said it was our rain. <laughs> I know, but I need to say you know, some air of mystery. So yeah, but it, it but it is. It's it it is that privacy mm. both ways. But of course it's very difficult to do that when you're working with, with children, children from eight to eight to so nine to eighteen. Eight nine yeah, yeah. so that's it. That's mm. that's really hard to be able to go to sort of like a, a you know a nine year old. Yep. you'd have to ignore me if yeah, you see you, me in the shop. I'm not here. I'm Batman. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But well, they'd probably shout.
1: Oh, it's Bruce. <laughs> 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 if they saw Batman. Finally, give me up. <laughs>
0: Horrible at keeping secrets, <laughs> <laughs> children. They absolutely terrible. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's it sounds like you're doing some amazing work with these yeah. kids, and they, they 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 really respond to it. What's mm. your favourite? What's your favourite activity to do with, with with young people when they're I love San going for sand tray? Sand tray.
1: Yeah. Okay. I love working with sand tray. Um, I do a lot of drumming and rhythm stuff. Mashing a ball up against the wall half the time. We do that as well. and your
0: neighbours love that. No, I don't care.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the parents go off at me when I send the ball
0: home with the kids.
1: Right. It's a soft ball. It's not going to hurt anything.
0: So what is it about sand tray that's so good? How does, it, how does it work? I think it's easy for the kids to get their
1: story across and okay. they can make what we're doing in the sand not their story. It can be you know, someone else's. That was inverted commas. Yes. <laughs> someone else's story. And so it's easy to talk about. Um i found some kids will make up these. So what I do is I just say, I've got a whole pile of stuff sitting out and I'll say, you know, grab grab whatever you want from that pile, let's go and make a story in the So tray. it's a
0: big so it's a big sand tray that they it's actually, actually sit in? This size. So it's so about sitting the same size the out. So it's about the same size as a as a standard sort of um drawer that you'd keep your knickers yeah, in in yeah. a in a in a in a unit in yeah, the like okay. a, a coffee table, maybe. Yeah, Sometimes, coffee table
1: some size. So it's um, mines filled with kinetic sand. So it has that. Oh field. right, okay. So some kids will just play. Actually, sensory seekers will just play with the sand and just sit there the whole session as they're talking. Right, just playing with the sand or um, making patterns with rocks and stuff oh, like nice. that. So it just gets them to just calm down and yeah. you know, talk through, have that space to just sit and. and while they're still getting there, that. Yeah, that sand so and they don't
0: necessarily have to be looking at you, they're looking no. at the sand. Yeah. So there's that dis- so there's yes. that little bit of disconnect, but yep. still the connection. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, no, I've never done sand tray mm. work. I've I've heard I've heard about it, but I've never really explored. Yeah, but I work with mostly adults. adults. So it's a little bit-see, adults are doing a lot of sand tray, especially
1: trauma. Um mm. adults working with trauma. Yeah. There's a, a big movement now to be using sand tray
0: with adults. I too. do a lot of art, yeah. um, a lot of art. And I have these wonderful things which you may may or may not have heard about, called Story Cubes. Mm. So they are um, – sorry, I just got distracted for a second. I've just looked at Someone her bookshelf sees. and I was just looking at them and going, I have exactly the same books. And then I remembered we went to exactly the same university. So. <laughs> so – She's got the basic basics of personal counselling, the help, skilled helper, <laughs> <laughs> <They're on laughs> intentional interviewing, and counselling, and couples therapy. So, <laughs> so, um story cubes. So I bought bought them in a toy shop. Yep. But what they are is they're nine. They're, they're, there's several sets of right. them, and they have like a basics, and then they have um fantasy and adventure, mm. and there's nine. Dice yep. die um, in each packet. On and every side of the die is a different image. And the idea is that you throw throw right. all throw all nine down. Yeah, and you can, there's no reason why you can't mix the sets, sets as yep, well. So you throw you throw a handful of these die down, and then you can actually make a story using the nice. pictures that are, that are that are facing up. And I like it. I, I've actually used those quite a lot with trauma clients yep. because it means that they don't have to make their story mm-hmm. their own. Yes. The other thing that I've done with trauma clients, which I find is really interesting, is getting people to tell the story as if it's their neighbour. That yep. it's happening to their neighbour. So that they're talking about yeah. it in third person. Yep. Or a movie. Or a friend. I do, I do a movie. Yeah. If this was a movie, I what would be adults. happening? So the gossip, yep. the, the neighbour gossip thing works a little <laughs> works bit better, better for them. <laughs> they can kind of relate to that a bit more. Um, but, yeah, so it, it's, you know, that making it that. But yeah. the, But the storytelling. So I'm a narrative. I work in yes. a narrative practice. Nar- oh, so uh, narrative. Narrative is one of my. The story and story yeah. storytelling is 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 wonderful mm. for certainly certainly for children. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great. But sand Trey, Okay. Yeah. So I will have to um, let you know about these these, these story yeah, cubes because yeah, they, they sound might be brilliant. They weren't cheap. They're were like nineteen dollars yeah, a set, but true. but they're tax relief. That's um, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yeah no so the, I mean you know for that storytelling yeah. thing and just getting those kids but the thing again they they can play with them and yes. they can rearrange them and they can yeah. they don't have to have that intense eye mm. contact that usually comes with therapy yeah. Yeah. so and it might be a little bit different for the a mm. little bit different so yeah I mean that's, that's another good. another way of doing it yeah so how did you when, when how when did you first get involved in sand tray was that something that you that's learned something I read, I read
1: you okay. know, and then. Saw people talking about. Um, I'm a member of a Facebook group, a, a US Facebook group. So that was very, you know, mum's therapist or something. And they talked about Sam Trey a lot as. So I was like, okay, what's this about? And, you know, I had this little tray in my office so I thought, okay, let's have a read up and a, and a look and, yeah, it was great. And then I went to um, a conference recently with the Australian Childhood Foundation had Bonnie, um, Bonnie Bannon Knock um, came out and she talked a lot about centrate work that she does.
0: Okay. And it
1: was great. It was, yeah. yeah it was, oh. it's, it's it's quite, yeah, having a look at, at multiple clients you'll see, you know, the the dinosaurs the dad you know it can always it's always you know something uh, in the beginning a you know, dad or mum or whoever they're not with can be you know put away on the other side of the tray as you know, you know right. have like little family members to be someone else and you know batman's over there or you know, it's 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 actually interesting who they pick to represent the characters in their family or their friends right. and, and even that says a lot yes to
0: to where they where they're sitting at the moment yeah so. yeah and and of course using those characters from co- pop culture that mm. they would see as the heroes yep. versus the anti-heroes. Yeah. I remember one girl yeah. had the whole cuz a lot of it's my kids old
1: toys, so I've got you got know the whole Simpsons characters lined up and the, all the different people and I remember one girl sat there one one session and told me all the Simpsons characters who they were in her family <laughs> and it was brilliant. Oh wow. It <laughs> was a really good
0: session, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. How, how that's yeah that's mm. you know to, but I mean I'm I'm how how old was she? She was twelve. So I'm wondering how that had changed her experience of even watching watching it something yeah. that she enjoyed. Yeah, that, that you know these characters now represented they're my,
1: they're my family now. Yeah.
0: Did she have a Ned Flanders? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a worry,
1: is, isn't it? <laughs> But it was only because the person
0: went to church a lot,
1: so that was why they were Ned. Oh, okay. So I picked on a different part of it. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. I always remember the scene in The Simpsons where he's um, where he's skiing and he's he's like like <laughs> yes. like, like, like sexy Ned, which she's just like that's just so wrong. <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched the Simpsons. The Simpsons.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: So. I, I've noticed that we've, we 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 have coming yep. to the end of our time. So it does you go know, quick, doesn't it? It does go <laughs> quick, especially when, we're, when, when you're chuckling and having a, a lovely conversation. Which is this has been an absolutely wonderfully wonderfully productive conversation. I feel. How do you feel? It's oh, gone. It's great. I think it was wonderful. I was a bit
1: nervous coming in. I was like, oh my yeah. god, what am I going to do? Yeah,
0: and then I forgot your name, and everything exactly. was okay. It was Right after that. <laughs> So, so just before before we do head off, um, mm-hmm. I just want to ask you the question that I ask all yes. my guests, which is what do you see as the mental health future uh, in Australia? In Australia?
1: Yeah. The, I see it as scary. I see mm. us as being pushed down the U.S., Mode, Mm. Um, not that I like it, but I can see there's already such a big divide between psychologists and counsellors and social workers and mental health occupational therapists, and Mm. I think there's just too many people that don't know what we're doing. Mm. Um, There's too many people that don't know what others are doing. Mm. Um, So there's there's not much collaboration going on. So I fear if that doesn't doesn't change. Then we're going to end up down that whole, You know, Medicare rebates is the only one way you can get into um, any mental health um, help whatsoever. Mm. You know, you'll have to have a diagnosis to get this. Mm. You know, rebates to get any help whatsoever. So,
0: mm. well, the good the good news there is um, tomorrow. Yep. Um, this is not going to be broadcast before I go to this yeah. thing. <laughs> Um, I'm actually going to a Productivity Commission hearing in Canberra around exactly that, around being able to, the potential to open up Mm counselling as a rebatable thing as well as psychologists. So I know that that a while ago they were talking about potentially changing the number of psychologists that were allowed to be Medicare rebated. So Medicare is our public health system uh, essentially. Um, you get a little bit back. You don't get all of it back, okay. but you still have to pay for it. Um, and then they were talking about reducing the number, yep. which would have made it even harder. harder. And seeing yeah. as waiting lists are already like three mm-hmm. months and then five weeks between sessions, not particularly helpful during crisis. Yep. So what they're actually talking about now is really having a look. This productivity commission, which um, I'm I'm hoping to do a, a podcast yep. about as well, is actually looking at being able to include. Counselors into, wait for it, an allied health, health. professional, Ooh-hoo. which we're not currently no. at the moment. We're all alter- counselors, as classed as alternative health, which puts us in the same category as psychics, basically. Yes, um, not knocking psychics, psychics but, but <laughs> not quite the same. Mm. Um, so, about bringing us under that that allied health, yeah. which means that we would be eligible under. Medicare Medicare, and Medicare rebates and it would also mean that the private health funds at the moment who we're sort of trying to build that relationship and we are getting rebates from a couple of the private health funds, Mm. it would mean that it would be far easier for all people Mm -hmm. who have private health insurance to get rebates for counselling as well. Yeah, So watch this space yes. with that. It's and, exciting. And, it and, and hopefully hopefully, that will make the future a little less scary, mm. certainly around the mental health. I don't think we can, you know, we, we can only concentrate on the mental health f- yep. for ourselves, but certainly around that mental health mm. space, I think it will make it a little bit less scary if that happens, which of course is what these hearings are and about. And they handle the
1: registrations of counsellors properly.
0: Yes, yes. I think that's the. think that's the. That's the other one. I think that's a podcast all of its own, isn't it? Mm, definitely <laughs> talking about the way the way counsellors are registered because we do have at the moment counselling because it's not a a recognised mental health allied health professional. Mm-hmm. We have our own. We have our own um, associations that are self administered. Yeah. There's a couple of them. Every every modality has its own mm-hmm. association. Yep. So, like the people who follow Carl Jung and the Jungian, they have an association. Well, I have Narrative one with Adolescent Family Counsellors Association. Yeah, yep. And then you got like the Nourish one, you got the Gestalt loss. one, the Grief yep. and Loss one. So we're all kind of we're all kind of self. So, and then we've got the two main big two big ones, which is PACFA and Australian Counselling mm-hmm. Association. Yep. They are getting better at working together. Um, they're getting better. That's <laughs> all I have to say about that. They're getting better at working together. Um, but it's 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 very difficult to you have to be a member of an association in order to do stuff, and then even then it doesn't necessarily it doesn't make matter. any difference. Yeah. So, and you have to depending on which organization you're a member of, you either have to sell your firstborn or you yeah. don't have to sell your firstborn. firstborn. Yes. So depending on, you know, um, the requirements, the mm. education requirements, the ongoing professional development requirements, the supervision requirements, the financial requirement <laughs> goes on and on and on because it just goes on. It does go on and on. Mm. And I think when you have something like Social Workers Association, Psychologist Association, there is only one one, and they're the boss, and yep, that's and that's, it. and that's that the buck stops with them. Yeah, that's what we need. That's what we need for the counselling mm. for for the, the counselling thing. We need one. And that's the one that, and if you're a member of that, then you have, depending on what level you're at, you have automatically fulfilled a certain number of criteria.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. And at the moment it's, you know, they have different, they have different versions of the the levels like ACA has level one, three, one, two, three, four. Um, PACFA have provisional, which sounds like you're you know, you've made a mistake, plates, and you, yeah. <laughs> you've had a lot of complaints, and now you, mm-hmm. you know, but that's, yeah, you're letting the, you back, letting me back, and, yeah. they're, and they're letting you back in again. You're on your P plates basically, yeah. which d- you know doesn't necessarily send the right message. Mm. You could very well have a master's degree, you just haven't, you just haven't, haven't had, hour, you just haven't done a thousand yeah. hours. You could, you could have nine hundred and ninety nine hours of counselling practice, but and have a master's degree, but because you haven't done one thousand hours, you're still you're on the provisional. Mm rather than being on a level 3 which and out of level 4 yeah so you just haven't quite made your clinical <laughs> yet but it's so it's so but yeah i i understand mm. what you mean it, it is it's very it is it is quite worrying yep. because and also so many people are under the impression that if you've got mental health issues you've got to go and see a psychologist, psychologist. yes
1: yes Counsellors can't deal with any of that. You've got to see a psychologist. How does that
0: How? – I'm going to ask you the question Uh, that I never ask my clients. I'm going to ask you the question that I never ask my clients because it's kind of a bit of a cliché. Yep. When you hear psychologists are the only ones that can help, Mm. how does that make you feel? It drives me mad.
1: (laughs) The steam coming out of my ears, yes. Yeah, there is. Mm. Yeah. It's very frustrating.
0: Very frustrating. Yeah. They're not the only ones that can help. They're not the only ones that can help.
1: And half and uh, let's face it, we see a lot of clients that have had bad experiences with psychologists as well. Not all of you, but just, you know, they have, there's a lot of bad
0: experiences with psychologists. There's a lot of, a lot of bad practitioners in every field, oh, yeah. to be fair. Mm. That's right, yeah.
1: And I you know, think, it, yeah, it's very frustrating.
0: So with that in mind, how how important do you think the relationship is over – the qualifications. Extremely important. Extremely important.
1: You know, that's what we're always told too, isn't it? It's it's the relationship that's, that's the basis of everything. Then the knowledge comes on top of that. So that's why, you know, youth workers and caseworkers and, and everything else can and volunteers can still be important in people's lives. Mm. It's just that next step. Then we, we are able to keep going mm. because there is that knowledge on top of it. But, yeah. yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Vanessa. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. I would like to thank my guest today, Vanessa, for sharing her secrets with me and with you. I'd like to thank Nick McCorriston, my podcast guy, who probably is going to earn his living like he always does whenever I do a podcast out in the field, which is what this is. Thank you to you, the listener, for listening, subscribing and rating. I cannot... I cannot downplay and uh, uh, you know downplay enough how important it is that you rate and review the, the episodes, because that's what keeps people listening and brings new people in. So if you found value or find value in secrets we share, please subscribe and rate. It makes a huge amount of difference. If you have a secret that you'd like to share, I would love to hear from you. Please send me an email via my website, secretkeepercounseling.com.au. One other thing. Today I have dri- I have driven for five hours to come and record Vanessa's interview today. I will drive five hours back. Um I do have a Patreon account. If you would like if you like this podcast enough to listen to it, please consider popping over to Patreon looking up Secrets We Share and becoming a patron, Um, it would really, really help me pay to keep being able to produce these podcasts for you free of charge. I would like to thank you once again for listening. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay well. Thank you for listening to Secrets We Share. If you're interested in sharing some of your secrets, please visit our website at secretkeepercounseling.com.au. Keep an ear out for our next episode soon.